This podcast is sponsored by Explore Worldwide. Explore offers guided travel holidays from city breaks to honeymoons. Explore's local tour guides and their small group adventures give travellers the opportunity to experience a country and not merely observe it. Whether it's a food and drink tour in the hilltop towns of Tuscany or a walking tour in the rice fields of Vietnam, Explore puts their trust in the quality of their local tour leaders so you get a better insight into your holiday destination. Head to exploreworldwide.com. Hello and welcome to today's independent travel podcast with me, Simon Calder. Yes, bright and early. I'm actually beside a reservoir known as Akupre in southern Turkey. But I'm talking to you about charges at Heathrow because like millions of other people, I fly in and out of that airport. It takes you to some wonderful places and there's a bit of a barney about the Heathrow price cap. So I thought I should just explain what's going on here as far as I can see. Heathrow is far more popular than any other airline airport in Europe, arguably in the world. Certainly it is the busiest two-runway airport, even after Covid, which saw it um, disappear temporarily out of the top 10 of airports. Um, In Europe, it is now firmly back. And that means that if the market were able just to work normally, then the airport could charge an absolute fortune for every passenger who passes through. Now, generally, airport charges are maybe £10-£15 per passenger. It covers the cost of security. It uh, covers the cost, of course, of keeping the runway lights on and uh, the firefighters there and all the other essential parts of an airport operating. But... The Heathrow issue is way, way different. And the Civil Aviation Authority actually controls the maximum price that Heathrow Airport can charge the airlines for each passenger. And we've just had those figures out. And effectively, right now, um, and I was quite surprised to see how much I paid. I hadn't checked it. Um, £31.57 um, per passenger. Um, given that from a lot of the London airports you can easily find a flight which is less than 30 quid that's just the charge for Heathrow you've got to add 13 pounds in air passenger duty for a short haul flight to that as well anyway that is going to drop by six pounds by next year and the Civil Aviation Authority says it will remain broadly flat at that level until the end of 2026 that means that probably on average over a five-year stretch you'll be paying about £27.50 and that is higher than it has been but because of the pandemic Heathrow well lost a couple of billion pounds because there were simply no passengers going through. The airport is absolutely Um, saying that we've got to have a decent settlement. They were actually asking for £40 per person because they said only that way can we guarantee that we will be able to deliver the service that passengers expect. The airline said, you've got to be joking. We pay 
a fraction of that at most of our airports. Um, we think £18 is, uh, is more like it. Well, as it's happened, the way that it's sort of settled is um, somewhere between the two, as you would expect. The CAA says, we've carefully considered the sharply differing views from Heathrow Airport Limited and the airlines about the future level of charges. Our job is to reach an independent decision from these conflicting commercial interests and focus on what's best for the travelling public. So, they say... This will represent a good deal for consumers using Heathrow. The airlines, of course, are saying this is way too much. Uh, I mean, bluntly, uh, they they love flying in and out of Heathrow because people are prepared to pay a premium for it, but they'd rather keep more of that premium. And at the same time, Heathrow says, oh no, oh no, what are we going to do? Uh, this fascinating organisation, which is owned by, for example, a large slab um, of, of the Qatar Sovereign Wealth Fund. You've also got um, a big pension fund involved. They basically see Heathrow as a license to print money, which is a very understandable thing. You want to have a good, reliable investment. And in fact, over the years, of course, it's proved very, very uh, reliable up until the COVID pandemic. They want to get back to the good times. Um, they haven't yet, but Look, other airports are available in southern England. Um, Gatwick is, of course, uh, second biggest in the UK, and they're doing some good stuff. They've come back pretty quickly. But Luton and Stansted are there, as well, of course, as all the uh, regional airports. And the trouble is, it's actually down to us passengers. We are the ones who have decided that we want to fly out of Heathrow more than anywhere else well, basically on the planet and therefore it's simply a matter of fixing that price which we now know and it's going to mean that your flight from Heathrow is going to be more expensive than you would like or I would like but Heathrow says that's because you're getting world-class service we shall see anyway wherever your journey takes you I hope that uh, it is smooth and affordable thanks very much indeed for listening I'll talk to you again tomorrow goodbye A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.